Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletop from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today are two members, actually, of the SCCE and HCCA board. Coming to us from Charlotte is Samantha Kellen, who's Chief Ethics and Compliance Officer for Cardinal Innovations Healthcare. And coming to us from the Twin Cities is Lisa Bethlantini Walker, who's the CEO and founder of Lumen Worldwide Endeavors and a longtime compliance professional. Uh, Lisa Beth, Samantha, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks for having us. Uh, My pleasure. So we're going to be talking today about recession-proofing your career. And when you proposed a session back in 2019 for the Compliance and Ethics Institute this year on recession-proofing your career, it was a good theoretical exercise. Now, unfortunately, it's a very practical one. Um, Let's start with first, what should compliance professionals be doing to help ensure the organization appreciates the value that they provide? Lisa Beth, why don't we start with you? Great, thanks for asking. I think it's a really important question. First of all, I I think that you should always be recession-proofing your career. At, At the end of the day, we are in an economy that goes through cycles. It has always gone through cycles. It will always go through cycles. So being prepared for changes in your job description, in the economy is just good common sense. In order to ensure that your organization values what you do, I think it's really important to keep a business mindset and speak to each of the groups within your organization in language that they understand. So when you go to finance, make sure that you're speaking in terms of ROI and how the investments that are made in your program actually yield results for the company. Uh, Taking a business mindset really allows you to be able to show the progress and show what your compliance group does or what you as a compliance professional do for the benefit of all of the stakeholders that you're involved with. Yeah, it certainly does help to uh, have that always because, you know, in reality, you are working for an organization that has business goals and and the more they see you as a part of it, the better off you'll be. Um, what can you do to help colleagues in management increase the sense of your value and the value of compliance uh, beyond just using you know sort of language that you talked about? Um, Samantha, anything you'd add on that? Yeah, I think it's similar in in that it's about storytelling, right? Um, so much of the the business world today is focused on dashboards and metrics and reports. And um, while some of that can be very cliche, I think it is actually a very important tool to use. Um, to tell your story and about how the work that you do provides value. So some of it is actually, you know, your own personal and professional development around, can you clearly articulate what the value is that you bring and how do you convey that to others? Um, and then I would also focus on celebrating some of the successes, right? I know that's also a cliche term, but it it matters um, because if you aren't celebrating the value, then others won't see it either. Now, looking for the long term, how can compliance professionals make themselves more attractive to the market? Uh, Lisa Beth? So one of the things that I think is so amazing about SCCE and HCCA is there's a job board that's available all the time. And you, if you are a member, are receiving 
these updates about jobs that are in the market. I always recommend that everyone take a look at what is in that email and what is on that job board. Not because you're necessarily looking for a job, but because it's a good indicator of what people are looking for in compliance and ethics professionals. So take some of the postings that are out there and identify what is a current trend that people are looking for. Are they looking for uh, more experience in third-party oversight? If you don't have experience with that, then it's a great opportunity to say, hey, I think that there are some sessions at one of the boot camps that are out there or perhaps at the Compliance and Ethics Institute that you might want to take to become more familiar. There obviously are opportunities for certifications like um, the CCEP. Uh, and I think that one of the things that you can do is be continuously learning and growing. Whether it's opportunities within your organization for you to either expand what you're doing, learn a new functional area, et cetera, or an opportunity outside of your organization to become familiar with something that's going on within your community or within the profession. I always say that you should be looking out for ways to improve your knowledge set and your skills as you go. And knowing what's trending in the market is really key to that. And that's where SCCE and HCCA can really help. Well, thank you for the plug. And I think you really raise an issue I frankly never thought of, which is looking at job descriptions for hints about sort of where the industry is going. And even if you don't think you're ever going to leave where you are, it certainly can show you know areas where you need to improve depth or maybe where your compliance program has fallen behind in terms of what other people are, you know, what other people are doing with their programs. Sam, did you want to add anything? Yeah, I just, you know, uh, to support that, I, I think data analytics is a great example, right? A few years ago, that wasn't a buzzword you would hear or see in a compliance related job description. But I think you're starting to see more and more of that. You're even starting to see um, compliance data analysts and things like that. So that's a really great um, tip. Um, something else I would add is, is taking the the piece about you know investing in yourself and and learning and and following the trends, um, take that in one step further um, and look for tangible things that you can do to add to your resume. So whether it's speaking engagements or writing articles or um, podcasts, right? Anything that you can do to add to your resume um, to show I know what I'm talking about and other people think so too. Right, because it just builds your credibility, um, and it just is further support that that you are an expert and they should hire you. Um, so take that additional investment, that the time that you're going to put in to learn and grow, and turn it into tangible things you can add to your resume. And, and I think most organizations like to see that their people are the ones who are seen as leaders in the field. I mean. I do about 100 of these podcasts a year. A lot of people have to get approvals from their communications department. And I think maybe once a year, somebody runs into a problem. You know, the organizations generally like being able to say, look, our people are the ones who are out there talking about these issues. Now, let's continue with you, Sam. Um, as you're talking about adding to the resume, it, it does always lead to the thought about, well, you know, you want to have your resume ready in case you lose your job. 
what should people do in case something like that happens um, to help improve their appeal to potential employers? Are there other things in addition to just the writing? Yeah, and it, it my tip was gonna be about your resume in general anyway. Um, I, I'm in the process of hiring. I've been a hiring manager um, a few times and um, when you're looking at a resume, it can um, very easily fall flat because it'll say something like um, supports compliance committee rather than saying something like supports executive level compliance committee that uh, provides uh, governance and oversight to the compliance program to ensure effectiveness, right? Just something that brings more color and context and tells the reader why it matters. What was the impact that you had, right? Another tip is also to um, quantify um, your responsibilities wherever you can. So, um, you know, rather than saying was responsible for oversight of the compliance team, you know, talk about how big your budget is. Talk about how many people you manage, how many programs you manage. If you're talking about your hotline, if you can, share um, data around how many cases you managed per year. It just goes so much further, again, to tell the story about the value that you bring. And it, if you can do that in a resume, that proves to the potential employer that you know how to articulate that value to the business as well. You've, we constantly have to sell ourselves as compliance professionals. Lisa Beth? I would add that resumes aren't just for looking for jobs. Um, I think it's really important to always have your LinkedIn presence um, uh, up to date. And res I've used resumes to um, be an eligible applicant for a board position. I've used them in speaking engagements, teaching as a professor. There are lots of reasons why you want to stay current. Beyond that, I always think that it's important to network as you go. And that's why organizations like SCCE, HCCA are really important because you can meet a lot of people who could potentially hire you at a future date, who might know about jobs in advance. Your network is so important to how you can potentially find another job should something happen to your own. Uh, and I, I also think that being good person giving of yourself and your time, uh, whether it's through mentoring or networking or helping others to benchmark is always a really good practice. You may not need somebody to help you at the time that you are giving of your time and your talents, but in the future, they'll remember that you helped them. And I think that you know, one good turn ends up being something that you um, generate lots of goodwill with. So focus on your network, be ready so that you can be, you know, available for those board positions, for those speaking engagements, for teaching, for writing, etc. And make sure that you are constantly giving back to the community because that's how the community ends up growing and flourishing. We want our compliance and ethics professionals to be able to have a robust community that's extremely supportive and that starts with you. And if I can just add, add two points to that in total agreement, there's a book I read years ago, I wish I could, it's either Never Eat Alone or Never Eat Lunch Alone by Keith Ferrazzi. 
and he's sort of the guru on networking. And he makes a very similar point to you is don't be mercenary in your networking. You know, just try and meet people, find out what they're interested in. It doesn't have to be transactional oriented. You know, and over time, you know, if something you see sparks a reminder that this person would be interested, send it to them. And if you become the connector, it ends up having a lot of value. And if and when the time comes that you need help, uh, they're more than willing to help you because you've been providing useful information or maybe introducing them to people that they were happy to meet. And then to the point both of you made about thinking about your resume and your LinkedIn profile and, and making it stand out, I'd say one of the things I chuckle over when I go on LinkedIn is every single person seems to be a thought leader and a keynote speaker. Uh, when you look at their LinkedIn profiles, you know, to the point where I joke that working for an association, I should describe myself as a keynote listener. Uh, the bottom line is make <laughs> sure you really make it about you and not just those buzzwords that you've heard so much about. Now, Lisa Beth, as we talked about the things you should do, let's start closing this out with what are some of the things you shouldn't do? What are some of the common mistakes that people make that really should be avoided? Well, to your last point, um, if you are transactional in your relationship, it, it shows. It shows and it is, you know, it's it's one of those things that I personally find um, relatively distasteful and I think a lot of others do. Be genuine and authentic. If you're not, I think that is one of the huge pitfalls and, and mistakes that people can make. I also think that being complacent is a common mistake. Um, I know far too many people over the last six months or so who have really been caught flat-footed because they didn't keep their resume and their LinkedIn presence up to date and many of them had been working for you know 15, 20 years at the same organization and hadn't even kept a, a catalog or inventory of what they've done in a way that was usable they weren't able to articulate their value or have their elevator speech ready to say who they are. And so many people found themselves in a position where they just didn't even know where to start. I think you should always be at the ready and always be starting to talk about what your value is and who you are, right? You, there's only one you and you're so unique. Don't be somebody else. Don't try to fake it till you make it. It's really important to just take that authenticity because that is something people will remember you for. And that is something that you can do every single day. There's a quote that's attributed to Christy Grant Hart um, around build your network before you need it. Um, don't wait until the last minute. Um, I think that's always a big one. And similarly, um, don't talk yourself out of it. I think we're all, um, I hear from so many people who are like, I just don't think I have anything to add or I, I don't think um, I, I have anything to contribute. I haven't worked in the profession long enough, um, but, but that's not true. We need your voice, we need your perspective. Um, and you always have something to contribute. Um, so, you know, embrace that, take hold of it and go and build your profile before you need it um, because it will come in handy later on. Samantha, Lisa Beth, thank you so much for these insights. They're incredibly well-timed. Uh, I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletop from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.